But what triggers your emotions is going to be different than what triggers someone else's emotions, particularly because of things like our perception of them. But emotions are going to happen to you no matter what. And for us to create this sense of like emotions don't matter is actually missing out on our perceptual experience. That's Dr. Mitchell Adler. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Hello, and welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Thursday. I am thankful for you tuning in with me today as we have. Dr. Mitchell Adler making his first appearance on the show, and he is here to discuss our four core emotions and the three secrets of emotional intelligence. Here's Dr. Mitchell Adler. Enjoy. So I like to define my terms. So I like to define emotional intelligence just to start. So emotional intelligence is a, I mean, emotions are a mental state that arises spontaneously rather than through conscious effort. And it's oftentimes associated with some kind of physiological response, okay? Emotions just happen to us. They occur naturally. And they occur because of an evolutionary function of the human experience, that we have developed this skill, this ability to perceive the world in a different way than a lot of other mammals and certainly other reptiles because reptiles don't even have limbic systems. Limbic systems are where we have this emotional part of our brain. Now, the important thing about emotions is that they're also very subjective. Now, there are general emotions and we're going to talk about that in a moment, but what triggers your emotions is going to be different than what triggers someone else's emotions, particularly because of things like our perception of them. But emotions are going to happen to you no matter what. And for us to create this sense of like emotions don't matter is actually missing out on our perceptual experience. So you're going to have emotions no matter what. Does anybody know what our four basic emotions are? I want to see if anybody remembers. <laughs> anybody? Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Happy, sad, mad, and scared. That's right. Mad, sad, glad, and scared. So just like there are three primary colors, which by the way, I didn't even know there were three primary colors until I was about 35, when my daughter came home from, uh, from preschool and said, I know my primary colors. And I was like, wow, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, well, if there are only three colors and they make up all of the colors, which I know that there are different hues and things like that, but for, for what she was talking about, this is pretty much it. And I had no idea. I didn't realize that is it what yellow, blue, and red? Mm-hmm. Yeah? All right, good. So yellow, blue, and red make up all of the colors basically that we use, right? And I had no idea. But what I did know, which I felt kind of good about, is that we do have primary emotions. That there are four basic emotions, and there is some debate in the research, I want to be clear about it, that some say that there are six, and I'll tell you what the other two are. It's surprise and disgust. 
Those are the other two that some research says are also primary emotions. But for the heuristic purpose of what we're talking about, and a lot of other research will support, these four primary emotions are much of what you need for all of that you're doing. Okay? That these emotions make up all of the emotional experience that we have. When you feel jealous, what do you think is involved in jealousy? What do you think? I'm interested in people's opinions. What? Scared, right? You're afraid that maybe your partner is going to leave you or something like that. Sad, because sad is about loss. And so if someone leaves us, we feel sad. Yes? Anything else? I think I might be a little bit mad, right? Because like, like, maybe this person will be, betray me. So let's talk about what these emotions are. So mad is the experience of feeling like something is unfair or unjust. Now, I've heard people say, oh, I don't get angry. Just like the judgment thing, I don't judge. I don't get angry. And I, my first reaction is, so you never feel like anything is unfair or unjust in the world. Which to me seems crazy. Because I think a lot of folks who, when they hear the word angry or anger, they're confusing a feeling and an action. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But anger is the experience that something is unfair or unjust. And unfortunately, there's a lot of injustice in the world. And uh, sometimes when it rains and you want it to be sunny out, you're going to feel angry because you wanted something different, and that can make you mad. Now, it might also make you sad, because sad is the experience of loss. If we feel like we have lost something that matters to us, we will feel sad. If you were really excited about having a wedding on a certain day outside and it rains, you're going to also feel sad. You might be angry at the heavens because it feels unfair or unjust, but you will also feel sad at the loss of having this beautiful day you were expecting. Anytime you experience a loss, you're going to probably experience some kind of sadness. Glad is when we get the things that we're looking for. When we achieve things, when we, when we uh, accumulate the things we want, when we have warm embraces, love, these are all experiences of, of joy and gladness. And then scared is when we have a perception that something that we do not want to have happen is going to happen to us at some point in the future. It could be one second from now, or it could be a thousand years from now. But the experience of fear is an expectation that something bad is going to happen to us at some point in the future. And those are your four basic emotions. Irritation, that is on a continuum of anger. Frustration, I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. Okay, I mean, that's on the continuum of anger. You know, I'm disappointed. That's most likely some sadness, possibly some anger. Okay. So you wanna hear the three secrets, I would imagine. Okay, the three secrets work like this. The first one is, we have to know what triggers our emotional world. What triggers things like mad, sad, glad, and scared? And I'd like for just one moment for all of you to think as leaders, what is it that makes you angry? What makes you angry when you're leading? What are like your buttons as a leader? And I'd like someone to just throw out a couple of ideas of what makes you angry when you're a leader. I'll give you one example for me. I think some of you may have heard this before. When I'm running a meeting and people come late to that meeting, I have a button that I will probably have an initial sense of irritation. What makes some of you angry? Just like know what your buttons are. I'm gonna give you all homework, by the way. Your homework is to write down a category in each of these four. I want you to write down at least five things that fit in this category of what triggers you have. So what makes you angry? So someone give me an example, yes. Lack of openness to alternative possibilities. Excellent, 
Lack of openness to alternative possibilities, so a closed mind. If you experience someone who has a closed mind, that will irritate you. That's one of your buttons. Yes? Um, not taking responsibility or being accountable. Excellent. So a lack of accountability will make you angry. Excellent. I'll take one more. Yes? Being untruthful. Being untruthful. So dishonesty will make you angry as a leader. Do these all make sense? These feel kind of frustrating and irritating. Okay. Your homework is to go home and write down at least five things in each of these. And it's important to know what you like. Maybe it's the opposite of these things. I really like people who are honest. I really like people who are accountable for themselves. But really think about what are the different buttons that you have, the triggers to your emotional states. Because the more you are aware you are of them, the less control they have over you. So because I'm aware that I can get irritated by people being late, Instead of acting on that irritation, I can notice it and then I can slow myself down to recognize, you know what, maybe they're late for a reason that is very good. And before I start judging what their reason is without knowing, I'm going to create space to understand. But I'm going to honor the fact that I have a reaction so that I might have to make a choice about doing something about it, like saying, so would you mind just letting me know, you know what, what, had you, what made you late? And maybe they had a sick child. Maybe they were stuck in traffic. Maybe they had a car accident. But being aware of what those triggers are will help. The second secret is how do your feelings manifest in you? How do they emerge in you? Now, when I give like a three-hour workshop, I usually have enough time to uh, create a whole scenario and I ask for volunteers and they come up and act it out. But today, instead of having you all Um, you know, volunteer to come up. I'm just going to do it really quick. I'm going to pick a bunch of you to come up here and act it out, and then we'll do that together, okay? Okay, I'm not going to actually ask anyone to come up here, which some of you may have known, uh, because I just wanted to stimulate you for a moment to feel what it's like to have some kind of stressor on you. So I apologize if any of you freaked (laughs) out, okay? Because, you know, some people say that the fear of public speaking or being in front of people is worse than death. So I, I apologize if anyone feels like they'd rather be dead right now than, than here. You notice anything physically happen in you? Anybody's heart rate go up a little bit? Anybody notice that they might avert their eyes because they realize, oh, if he doesn't know my name and I don't look at him, he can't pick on me. <laughs> That's a behavioral manifestation. Okay? If maybe you had thoughts and maybe at first you, you kind of were, you know, you were liking me. I think he's a nice enough guy. But then suddenly it's like, he's going to make me, oh, this guy, I don't really like him anymore, right? So you might have some anger, you might have a thought, you might have a changed belief, one where you were like, I like this guy, to like, I don't really like this guy anymore. Being able to know how your emotions manifest in you will help you to recognize what you're feeling. Because a lot of times, our emotions will happen to us faster than we cognitively are aware of it. Our limbic area, and the amygdala in particular, acts so quickly that we will have um, emotional experiences before we're cognitively, our middle prefrontal cortex can pick up on it. I will talk about that a little bit more in a moment. Your homework is to get really clear about how your emotions manifest in you. For me, when I get scared or anxious, it goes right to my chest and to my stomach. I can feel a tightness here and I can feel a queasiness in my stomach. And I know that I'm feeling anxious oftentimes faster by checking in with my body than I do when I check in with my head. So just pay attention to how that all plays out for you. Finally, 
The last piece of the secret is to know how to cope with your stress, how to manage your emotions. What are the ways in which you manage your emotions? So when you become angry, do you withdraw? Do you become aggressive? Do you assert yourself? How do you play it out? When you feel overwhelmed, do you go exercise or do you have a drink? What is your repertoire of self-care skills and the ways in which you manage yourself? This is your other homework assignment. I would encourage each of you to have at least a list of 10 things that you do when you get activated emotionally and what you do to take care of yourself in those moments. Whether it's exercise, eating well, breathing, which is probably the best thing you can do to regulate yourself, is to have a very good relationship with your breath. And abdominal breathing is one of the best ways to do it. Big thanks to Dr. Mitchell Adler for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, mitchelladler.com. And I'll have a link to his website along with a link to the entire talk. They will all be in the show description below. All right. Don't forget to follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. I truly, truly appreciate you for it. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.